All right, guys. Uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, Hundred Books a Year with Kevin.、Um, today, I want to chat about、um, the Huberman Labs again because <laughs> I've been、uh, taking his、uh, video podcast as classes, and then、um, book wise, I haven't read anything that、um, is easier for me for for me to share just yet. So you guys,、uh, stay tuned. But for the next couple of days, we're gonna go back on the Huberman lab on the、um, uh, neuroscience perspective, right? So we chat about sleep, right? How to、um, use you know lower solar、uh, exposure to adjust your、um, circadian rhythm, right? How do you control your body for sleep? And、um, today, I want to touch on jet lag, and I I think it's actually really interesting,、um, although. You know, for the last year or so, we did not have a chance to travel, but I do believe that in the near future we will. So, how should we deal with jet lag, right? Um. So, first of all, let's get something out of the way. Um. We don't need to travel to get jet lag, <laughs> right? So what that means is, um. You know, for you to get jet lag is really really. Uh, easy if you just you know I stay up late one night right or you don't have a consistent a sleep schedule, and for us to really understand jelly, we need to understand its mechanism and we need to understand how to control the body, and let's start on、uh, chatting about the downsides of jelly right. So first of all, it shortens your life right. That just no way around it.、Um, it gives you mood swings. Uh, and our brain is designed to really change within one or two hours,、um, in increments, not like nine or five or twelve hours in 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 you know、uh, increments. So,、um, from the location of traveling, right from like heading east or heading west,、um, heading westward is easier, and traveling eastward is a little bit more harder. So. In a sense that、um, if you, if if humans are kind of like have control over, you know as, okay, so the reason like a, let me rephrase that the reason that the travel eastward is harder than travel westward, is because travel westward, ah、uh, makes you to stay up later, and driving eastward makes you to fall asleep sooner, right? So. Use the U.S. as an example, right?、Um, travel from California to New York is easier because you just、uh, stay up late, and travel from、uh, New York to、uh, California on the West Coast is harder because you need to fall asleep a lot more earlier <laughs> than you are.、Right? It's harder to fall asleep、um, at ten p.m.、Uh, Eastern time is at seven p.m.、Uh, California time, right? So. Um, travel north and south. We know that there's really not much of a difference there, and in terms of jet lag, right? Like the more, like the older you have, but、uh, the older you got, the more effects of、uh, physiology you're going to have on the jet lag, right? So we can really try to use exercise routine to shift circadian rhythm. That's easier, right? Like I've heard it before this podcast, where、um, we can use kind of a exercise rule. Rude, uh, routine right before you fall asleep, right? Whenever you go, and it's going to, uh, make it a little bit more easier, uh, adjusting to jet lag. I've never tried it before, so, uh, next time I travel、uh, internationally, I will let you guys know. But, um, 
there is a, also a quick fix to this as well. So um, let's just chat about this and then uh, we should be able to end this podcast uh, today on this note. So there is this thing called a temperature minimum. Okay, temperature minimum. Now guys, it's not really regarding to temperature, it's relating to time. Okay, temperature minimum reflects to the amount of time or the period of time where your body temperature is at lowest. Okay, in the 24 hour cycle. So it happens usually 90 to 120 minutes uh, between an hour and an hour and a half. It happens around those time before wake up time. So uh, when you say you wake up at 7 a.m., your uh, temperature minimum time frame will be 5 a.m. If you wake up at 10 a.m., your temperature minimum will be around 8 a.m. Okay, so why is this important? So let's say um, we we talk about okay. Let's say we okay, let's just use an example, right? So what we want to do is we want to use temperature minimum time frame as a way for us to easily fix or tweak our circadian rhythm okay so what you want to do is right before your trip you spend two or three days uh, wake up at a desirable temperature minimum time and then you want to exercise you want to eat a meal you want to do that a couple days before you do a travel more preferably international travel and then we should be able to shift it and when you actually made that uh, travel, you're, you're going to be have an easier time with jet lag. Okay, so let me kind of give you guys the gist of the situation, right? So let's say you want to shift your um, temperature min- uh, minimum time frame, right? And what you want to do is you want to view light four hours before the temperature minimum to stay up later. It's like an inverse relationship. And four hours after the temperature minimum to stay up later. Let me repeat that. You want to view light, you want to have activities, you want to eat four hours before the temperature minimum trying to stay up later. Or four hours after the temperature minimum trying to stay up earlier. Or, try, or trying to go to bed earlier, right? So here's what uh, what I mean. Let's say um, you want to uh, travel to Europe from California, right? So Europe is nine hours ahead. It's traveling eastward, okay? So what that means is that if I get up around 7.30, I want to get up around 5.30 to exercise and to really trying to eat a meal, trying to get my circadian rhythm set up. Now, let's use another example, right? Let's say China, right? China and the US. Um, So China right now is 14 hours ahead of the mountain time, of the, uh, you know, the uh, Utah time, right? So, Whenever I'm traveling to China, 
it's really hard because your nighttime is daytime, your daytime is nighttime, right? So in a sense that what I want to do when I'm traveling to China, let's say I wake up at 7 a.m. Uh, uh, Utah time, and then my temperature minimum time frame will be 5 a.m. So I want to stay up later to China. So what that means is I need to wake up about four hours or three hours or two hours before temperature minimum. I want to do that for a couple of days before that, before I travel so that I can have an easier time transitioning to the China time. I'm hoping this is not too confusing for you guys. So, <laughs> so if you're traveling, right? Um, if you are really just like there for like a day or two, right? Then it really doesn't matter. Like you just I stay at home, a schedule. And um, once you are there, once you are at a foreign country or at a different time zone, that, that is a huge um, swing. You want to keep track of the time back home when arriving and then really trying to eat on the local meal as you know, a time schedule and then trying to start adjusting it that way, right? So in a sense, use temperature minimum as a time frame is interesting because of the fact that it's actually really, really easy to shift work. And if you know your temperature minimum is, so what that means is right after that time, your, uh, your circadian rhythm is starting to boot up, your body starts to heat up. If you can shift that time before, like earlier, then you're gonna try, uh, are going to wake up later. And then if you are wanted to ship that to later and you're gonna wake up earlier, it's very, very easy that way. Okay, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, hopefully this is <laughs> actually makes sense for you guys. And uh, you, you guys have a good day. Bye.